You're listening to The Wise Woman Podcast, Season 2, Episode 45. I'm your host, Alicia Wilfert, founder of Yoke and Abundance, a creative leadership coaching business. This podcast is designed to inspire by introducing you to creative women living abundantly. In today's episode, you're going to hear about the power of going on a retreat. On today's episode, you're going to hear from Christina Brown, who is on episode 10, Stepping into the Title of Artist, and Rebecca Idolet, who was on episode 38, Many Paths to the Same Destination. These are the two women who are also hosting the upcoming Tulum, Mexico retreat that we'll be leading and facilitating together. Seven soulful days in Tulum. We're talking about the power of going on a retreat in today's episode. Even if you don't go on this retreat with us, we hope that if you're feeling the calling of your soul to explore a sacred pause, that you'll take it. I hope that you'll love today's episode and that you'll consider joining us in Mexico, March 2nd through 8th of 2020. Now for a word from our sponsor. This week's sponsor is Triad Local First, a nonprofit membership-based organization in Greensboro, North Carolina with members throughout the Triad. Triad Local First members include independent, locally owned retail shops, real estate agents, insurance brokers, marketing and advertising firms, accountants, dentists, restaurants, farmers, breweries, and more. TLF's mission is a commitment to building a strong local economy and a vibrant, unique community. For more information on how to support local independent businesses throughout the year, visit www.triadlocalfirst.com. Oh my goodness, the Yoke and Abundance listeners are in for a treat today. So... (laughs) Can, I'm in the room with two light-filled powerhouse women, and I am so excited. They're two women that have both been on the podcast before, and I would like you each to introduce yourselves. Hello, I am Christina Brown. Um, I am the owner of Moonbird Soulful Living in Greensboro and um, founder of Retreats for Soulful Living. And I'm super excited to be back in Alicia's beautiful dining room talking with you today and um, being with these lovely ladies. We can't wait to share all about this wonderful retreat with you. (laughs) Yep. It is good to be here. I'm Rebecca Idlett, and um, gosh, I wish you all could feel the just the excitement and the love that that's in the room today. And I just mm-hmm. want to tell the listeners what we just did too. Um, you know, we're three women that really believe in intentionality. I'd say. And so what we did before we jumped on this podcast to share our thoughts with all of you is we just took a few moments and placed our hands over our heart and closed our eyes and just took a little bit of time to connect with ourselves and spirit and one another in silence to make sure that we were um, able to speak from truth and authenticity in and, and sharing what we want to share today. And, and what we want to share today is we want to talk about the power of retreating. So, you know, 
from personal experience, I can share that some of the most transformational experiences that I've had, the things that have kind of tipped my hat that it's either time to make a change, either a big change or a little change in my life, have come from either little retreats that I've created for myself or retreats that I've gone on with others. And I've spent, um, I've had the privilege of going on quite a few retreats, especially when I knew I was going to start Yoke and Abundance because I knew that leading retreats was something that I wanted to do. So I, I did some research by going on retreats and um, each of them had something to offer. And I'm curious for the two of you, what do you feel like has been powerful about going on going on a retreat? Mm, it's, it is such a gift. Um, and I'm glad you said the, the little retreats that you create for yourself. I think they're just as important as as big retreats um they're they're both powerful in their in their own ways um but i've i've had some really pivotal moments on retreats as well some confirmations um some some confirmations that i was on the right path um or just permission to listen to what the next steps might be um and then sometimes just just being able to to step away and breathe, um, and I think that's the most important um, thing. Being in community um, with with folks that are also there to to do the same work or giving themselves the same gift. Um, yep, yeah, it's powerful. Um, so first of all, when Alicia started talking about retreats, I got chill bumps mm-hmm. because um, retreats have become a very big part of my life um, in the past five years. Um, I went on my first retreat a year or two after my dad died, and that was um, a gift for me to just um, have time. I was a little afraid of flying, mm-hmm. so I wanted to overcome a fear, and um so I decided to fly to Europe, which would be the longest flight I'd ever mm-hmm. taken, and to do it by myself. And I went on a little retreat, and I stayed for four days by myself in another country, and I couldn't speak the language. And um, it was that was just a, that was really almost like a silent retreat because mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time with myself. Um, had a lot of moments of just like listening listening to my gut where I would be in my room at night and it was like a thousand stairs to get to the top of the cliff and I would feel like I need to see the sunset Mm. oh but I gotta walk all the way back down and all the way back up but I was like no I need to see the sunset so it's just those moments of like listening to life's call yeah um and since then I've done a retreat a year it was a commitment I made to myself, and then I began leading retreats mm. because um, just the time to come home to myself, the quiet, um, the fun, the memories, the food, <laughs> <laughs> just um, and and being in another culture and experiencing another way of life yeah. and people. Um, 
So there's a lot. It's hard to even put into words I know. because it is a retreat experience. And as we're talking, like all of these like pivotal memories from mm-hmm. retreats that I've been on in the past or retreats that I've led in the past are like flooding my mind. And I'm like, oh, I want to tell them about this or I want to tell them about that. And just the things that you're saying, um, they've sparked such such big moments in my in my life personally um one of the first retreats that I ever went on was a writing retreat with um a woman named Kimberly Wilson she's my mentor and coach she's really phenomenal she's out of um she's she's based out of DC in DuPont Circle and um she's got tranquility du jour and she's a little fashionista, and she's a vegan, and she is an animal rights activist, and she brings her really beautiful, specific human flair to, to what she does, but I know a lot of the work that that I learned on her retreats, and, and they were writing retreats, actually. I started with writing retreats. I, I went, mm. She does this, her partner owns a, a cabin in the woods in West Virginia, and she hosts a writing retreat there with art journaling and writing and yoga on the porch. And um, it it was in that that I started to get the courage Mm -hmm. to start living life on my terms as opposed to living in a way that I thought I was supposed to live or in a way that I thought was responsible. And she also does retreats in like Costa Rica and, um, and, and the one that gets me or that I'd been, I had eyed for like five years was her Paris writing retreat and, and her Paris writing, I went on her retreat in the woods probably about seven years ago. And then in 2016, I went on her Paris retreat and I'll tell you what, um, she was probably going on her retreats made me understand um, the importance of paying attention as a retreat leader, paying attention to the details. Mm. And one of the things that I loved is that when I, when I arrived at the hotel in Paris, that I had the yummiest goodie bag that I could have ever thought about. And, and, you know, we're leading this retreat. And one of the things that was important to me, Christine, you know, when you asked if, if we wanted to be a part of it, the thing that got me most excited, because people have said, oh, hey, do you want to collaborate on a retreat? But when you asked, it was different because I know that you understand the power of details. Mm-hmm. And I, can you speak to some of the details that you like to interweave into retreating for your retreat goers? Mm-hmm. Um, the details are fun. There and then we don't want to give any surprises so, away. So we'll, we'll keep some surprises, but um, but goodie bags are super fun. Yeah. And um, I think for me, the details are the things that happen each day that make you feel seen, that make you feel loved, and we want you to know we're glad you're there. And they're all woven into what it's about. And they're all made with intention. They're all made with love. And um, they're given with love. And there's lots of love <laughs> given out on the retreat. Yeah. And, um, and it really all is with gratitude to be able to share space together. 
because we get just as much out of it as you do. We're on the retreat with you. We're guiding you. We're here. We're facilitating. You get to come and you don't have to do a thing except for be there. And we get to be with you. And that feels wonderful. Yeah, we get to um, curate the space. We get to curate the experience. And and it's an honor Mm -hmm. to be able to hold that space for people. And there's a gravity to that. And you can feel when people understand the importance of that. And I've been on retreats where... um, space was not held in the same way. And that doesn't mean it was not a great retreat. It just means it was different. And I really appreciate being on retreats where people have thought through the details Mm -hmm. and thought through the sensuality of the space and each experience and the full, the full embodiment of our senses that are on that retreat, because that's what's going to help that memory. And that's, what's going to help, make a significant lasting impact Mm -hmm. and that makes me really think about like why we chose Tulum because this will be my third time to Tulum and um it is this beautiful slow moving soulful place that just takes you right in and um there's the food is all natural There's so many restaurants that just, and like vegan and vegetarian and fresh food, and you don't feel like you're at a resort because Mm. it's not a resort. There are no big high rises. It is all small, tiny, boutique, thatch roof, cabanas on the beach. Everybody's speaking Spanish and English, but you really feel like you get to get into a culture as well as experience this beautiful place that's, I don't even, it's just, it's so hard to describe just the beauty and the spirit. That's really what it is for me. That's why this is probably one of my favorite places to like take people because you really do feel cared for when you're there beyond us, you know. Rebecca, can you speak to the details and when you have either led a retreat for yourself or for others or been on a retreat where you've experienced a detail that made a difference and and maybe what you think that will help that will that that's something that will have a reverberation for you as a facilitator Um, I went to a retreat. It was it was actually um, a retreat where a lot of people were not on the retreat that had that had prepared for us to be there. Um, they had prepared cards. They had prepared notes, handwritten notes, and um, oh, like you know, little pens and just things that were placed on our pillows at night or in our seats at breakfast. So you never knew when you were going to get just kind of loved on by people that weren't even there. Wow. Yeah, it was was pretty phenomenal. It it was one of those where where you really realized how how loved you were and how how cared for you were. It was it was amazing. 
how do you think that will affect um, how you are as a facilitator? Mm, um, I just want to do that. You know, it, it's the paying it forward. Mm. Um, we're we're all special. We're all deserving. We're all worthy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of the the self care aspect of choosing to go on a retreat, of gifting it, gifting that to yourself, um, is is one thing. But then to to have that that love and care shown to you, like yeah, you are enough. You are worthy. You are. Um, yeah, that's that's important to me. Yeah. We should we should all be getting those messages yeah. all the time. Another thought that that comes up for me is it seems like on every retreat that I've ever been on, even the ones for myself, like um, I led a really important retreat for myself. It was a solo retreat in Carolina Beach, and that that's where I decided to quit my full time job. And, and to do yoke and abundance. Mm-hmm. I wasn't quite sure it was yoke and abundance at the time. I didn't know I was going to be coaching, but I knew I was determined to quit my job. And I went to Carolina Beach, and it was in January, so it was really, really cold, and I'd have to bundle up. But I was determined to do my meditations as the sun was rising, you know. And so I would do my meditations. And, and I don't normally do my meditations with the eyes open, but when I was on this particular retreat, the intentionality was to do the meditation at sunrise looking into the ocean and both days I saw dolphins during my meditation when I was meditating with my eyes open and it's just interesting to me I, that's not a, you know I grew up I grew up in Ohio there's no dolphins in Ohio I didn't see dolphins so it's pretty special for me to, to see this beautiful um, fish but it's it's amazing to me also how when you are with a group of people and I and I am an introvert. I mean, I people want to tell me all the time that I'm not because I'm a very because I'm can handle social situations, but but I am an introvert. So even when I think about going on a retreat with other people, it is very overwhelming to me. Um, even when I know it's going to be something fun and interesting, and I am always struck how each time even I even though I resist how the group becomes so loving and caring and there for one another even with people that like if you're in the situation where there's somebody that might be a little bit of a challenging personality for you like you end up loving those people for who they are and 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 what they have to share and give and there's magical moments in that too right and I mean, one retreat that I led at Emerald Isle some years ago when I when I had my yoga studio, we ended up like swimming at like in the dark in the ocean for a little bit and like standing in our own power in in the ocean together as a group, you know, very safely. (laughs) 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 But but together in that, and that was a magic unexpected moment. And I'm wondering if the two of you can share maybe a magic unexpected moment that you've experienced leading retreat or on retreat that that I mean you can't recreate these types of Mm -hmm. magic moments but just kind of a taste of what's out there what's possible Mm -hmm. 
gosh, because there are a lot of different moments, and um, it's hard to pick an actual moment, but I have, I guess, like, my heart for retreats is to create a space where women can come home to themselves, Mm. where they can just have that time to, and I love that you talked about worth Mm. and, and being whole, that... You don't have to be anything other than who you are to come on a retreat. Yes. You are coming as you, and what you are bringing is part of the magic. That's Absolutely. what I love because yeah. every oh, yeah. woman that is around that circle, and I have chill pumps again, like thinking about this because I have watched it as a participant to watch women share, and, and you don't always have to, but I've seen when you feel led to share parts of yourselves and then you get the nods in the circle you get the other woman that opens up then and says yes because so many times we feel afraid to be vulnerable or or be sad or be tired or say life is too much but that's the reality and 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 for for me and like creating these retreats and, and even like what you talked about, retreats for yourself or small things, you know, in town is just to create the sacred space to right. come together. Mm-hmm. Intentionality. Yes. Yeah, and, and that's what I've seen. I have seen so much healing. I have seen aha moments. I have seen like laughter. I see people that still on our Facebook, because every retreat gets a Facebook group, they're still commenting. They're getting together. They have a WhatsApp group and they're still threading every day. It's not for a weekend or a week. It's like you can make these lifetime relationships. So I guess that's a long answer to your question. But for me, the moments have really been in coming to a retreat as you are, which is a vulnerable thing to do. Very vulnerable. Because you don't know anybody there. Mm-hmm. You don't know us. Maybe you know a couple of us, but not everybody. But trusting that if there's like a, le- a leaning or there's something pulling you, that there's something for you. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and I believe that. Not just about my retreat. If somebody's led to another retreat, right. I just, I, le- leaning into that, p- tug, there's something there. Yeah. So that would be my, the you, magic. You know what, you, what you're saying, so... During my year of the travel, one of the first retreats I went on during that year of the travel, no, it was the second, it was right after my Carolina Beach, I was on a writing retreat in Mexico, in Sayulita, and I got violently ill on that Mm -hmm. retreat, but it was also magic because within that, I had, I was sharing a room with two other people. And I don't normally do that. And so the vulnerability of being sick, violently ill, things coming out of both ends, you know, like in a room with other people, but feeling so held and so cared for, Mm -hmm. you know, my fellow retreat goers were dropping off fresh ginger for me and were, or crystallized ginger and tea and making sure that I had ginger ale and making sure that my needs were taken care of. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hope that nobody going on a retreat has to have that experience. But if you do, I mean, the, the beauty of it is that you're with people that care about you. Like, one of the things that we talk about in the, in my, um, in the, in the company of women, we always start each, each session with a meditation. And we talk about, in that meditation, we say we know each other even if 
we've our bodies have only physically met tonight for the first time and our souls already know each other and I think that when you commit to going on a retreat somehow you meet up with the right souls that are that are there for you and there's mm-hmm. something so special in, in that and I think that that's part of what creates those lifelong friendships and I know I'm talking woo right now but I'm gonna own it that that's it. um that I think a really important part of retreating is like embracing embracing the woo mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. when you were talking just then about your experience like what like totally came into my mind was like let love in yes how yeah. like you shared this room with people you didn't know and you ended up like letting love in so it's like what do we want to let into our life because we choose the life we want to lead. And it is, I mean, the first time I did my retreat, I was like, I'm going to have to charge this. <laughs> and I did. But I gave myself a goal. I'm going to have it paid off by my retreat date. And I did. I mean, it's just, you know, I just said, I'm choosing this. I know this. I'm not saying be wild and, you know, if yeah. it doesn't work, that's, we totally get that. But it, I just made a conscious choice for myself. And what I wanted to let in my life and it's definitely changed my life retreating and meeting women and it's led me to leading retreats now and doing this with Mm -hmm. you guys and because like I want to bring more women together because it's amazing Mm -hmm. and then sometimes travel by yourself doesn't feel as comfortable and knowing that you're going to a place that somebody's been three times they've checked it out and this place is amazing (laughs) (laughs) um just saying but um so I don't know. It, it's it's wonderful. What about you? Well, listening Sorry. listening to both of you, <laughs> I'm I'm listening to both of you with with aromatherapist ears because oh. you're both talking about how groups come together and they just form their own their own community. But in aromatherapy, um, you when you make a blend of several oils it's called a synergy and the medicine that each oil brings to that synergy is greater than than you know any of it it, any of the oils by themselves so the 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 whole is greater than the sum of its parts um, and so I was listening to y'all thinking oh this is a synergy that's that we're going to be um, creating all of us together um, and it's exciting I mean you never you never anticipate what it's gonna smell like or you know, in aromatherapy <laughs> um, you never you never really anticipate how how good it's gonna make you feel um, it's just it's just good good stuff and the other thing that I was thinking about um, you were asking about unexpected things and I was I was on a, a retreat of sorts it was actually a training but but there were retreat components to it I'm back in the spring and um, I was walking the labyrinth I I was walking the labyrinth every day and one particular night after after we'd finished up a friend and I <clears throat> decided to go walk the labyrinth at night and we we entered the labyrinth and I realized somebody was in the middle well before I had entered I had kind of I don't know what made me do it but there was a little shell up on a, a stone 
and I just grabbed the shell. I was, I don't know, I was going to hold it or whatever. Anyway, I got kind, I got into the labyrinth just a little bit, and it was very clear to me that the shell was not mine at all. And the person that was in the middle of the labyrinth um, came out while we were still going in, and I just gave it to to her. It turned out to be a woman. I just gave it to her. Didn't know, you know, didn't think anything else about it. And then the next day in our group, um, a woman shared what had happened to her. So she shared the rest of the story, her part of the story, which was she had been um, just asking for the next step to be clear, to be revealed to her. And um, she got a clear message. Um, you, you'll you receive a gift. And, and, so, and so, you know, things happen that... I think when we make the space, um, make the space, the magic happens. You know, the just the the good stuff comes in. And I don't know about the two of you, but I feel like the retreat just isn't those days that you're on the retreat. Mm. the The re- retreat starts the minute you start dreaming of being on it, and then it just gets stronger and stronger. As you get closer, like once you say, all right, I'm going to put my deposit down and I'm going to make that, I'm going to continue to make that payment because it never feels, just like it never, I don't know, I've never had a baby, but I don't think it would ever feel like the right time to have a baby, but it's never the right, quote unquote, right time to go on retreat. Yeah. I mean, there have been times where I've been packing my bag to go on retreat thinking I can't do this. Um, there's too much going on in my life. And then the minute I get there, I'm like, how could I have ever thought that I shouldn't have done this? But I kid you not, all through the year of the travel, when I was going on retreat or going places, I would be packing my bag and thinking, I have lost my ever-loving mind. (laughs) Me too. Every time. Every Every time. time. Every time. Because it's never the right time. But the thing is, is that you have to decide that you're that you're worth it. And that's part of why the retreating starts the minute you start dreaming of it. Because the minute you start dreaming of it, it's that it's that sliver of acknowledgement that you're worth it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's trusting. Yes. It's like that trust that you've listened to yourself and you're trusting yourself. And and then that goes to you're worth it. I can believe in me. I can trust what I'm feeling. I can move forward in that direction. I can follow through on my dream. Yeah. I can follow through on the thing that I said was important to me. Yeah. I can experience the thing that I said was important to me. I can just try something new that I'm totally not sure about, but for some reason I just kind of want to go. Yeah. It can be as simple as that. Yeah. And it can be as deep as it's been a really hard year and I need this. There's so many different reasons that everyone goes on a retreat. Yes. And I will say this on the retreat, but I realize like every time we end up coming together as a group and you look around and you see these women in circle and you look and it's like an iceberg. Like you just see what's out, what's Mm -hmm. above 
And there's so much going on under the surface. And we all come together. And I really think it's a way for women to support one another and come together in community and just lift each other up. Yes. And that is every retreat I've been on, it has been like that. Yeah. It's been powerful to feel empowered as a woman with other women. You know, the the core of my work is is the Robert Ingersoll quote, we rise by lifting others. And being on retreat with other women is so powerful because it is that extending a hand to one another, even if it's just putting a hand on someone's knee for a moment and saying, I'm listening, I'm holding space for you, and I am here. Exactly. And knowing that they would do the same for you or just that they're listening and, and that they hear you and they see you. Back to the labyrinth. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was a different night. Maybe it was the same night. Um, it was the same night. My friend and I got to the middle of the labyrinth and we were sitting just um, kind of back to back, but but the the seat was big enough that we weren't we weren't in each other's space. And um, I just I said, you know, I'm I'm getting ready to ugly cry, just so you know, <laughs> just so you know. And she reached back and she she patted me on the arm and she said, Do you need anything? And I said, No. And she said, Okay. And and I cried for I don't know. 10 minutes probably and when I was finished I got up and walked out she followed me out and it's those kinds of um, you know it's the ripple effect right all the the experiences that we have on retreat it starts the ripple of how we want to carry that experience back home you know it's it's just the beginning because we we affect change just by being on retreat yeah. and coming home. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Well, and I think yeah. that's like such a good um, intro to like the things we want to offer. Yeah. On the retreat, like all of us, like bringing what we love and and what how we have stepped into honoring ourselves and saying, oh, I have a gift. I want to offer this gift. I want to share this and then be with other women as they realize their gifts. And um, and I, I love that you share that because I do think it is going on a retreat with three facilitators. You're going to get a lot of stuff <laughs> and you leave with this toolbox that's yeah. like, wow, I loved that meditation. I loved the yeah. way we did that breath. I loved that yoga. I loved the soul collage. I loved, you know, the quiet time and the journaling. Mm. Or I, this didn't resonate with me, but this did. And right. we go home with all these tools that have informed us, and they shape our lives. Yes. And, um, yeah. So that's exciting. So I just have to say, Rebecca, I am so excited about the soul collage. Can you explain yes. what that is and what we're going to be doing? Because that. I mean, I'm looking forward to the whole thing and everything we're doing, but I'm, like, geeking about the soul clash. <laughs> well, you you do a lot of visual journal- journaling um, with collage and writing, and this, this kind of incorporates both, or it does incorporate both. 
Um, we're making, I don't know, you know, some folks may come with um, soul collage cards already made. Some may be new. Um, but they're, they're five by eight cards that we create. And the longer you do soul collage, the, the greater your deck grows. So you're kind of um, creating your own deck to, or like an oracle deck, right. to consult for, um, for your whole entire life. But essentially, you intuitively create a collage that that you may know what it's about or you may not know what it's about but you just kind of let the inti- the intuition um, flow and you create the card and then you journal from it so what it when okay so you've explained like you've created this card what are some of the questions that you use to play with that card because those mm-hmm. intrigue the daylight yeah me. there there are four there are four um, questions, but there are any number of questions you can come up with. But the four are, you, um, you ask, I am one who, and you speak from the card. The card, you journal um, with that, and the card will answer, I am one who, whatever, um, you know, sees you. I am one who um, if here's your dreams. I'm one who is here to support you on your dreams. Um, that's, that's one that I, um, created recently. Um, so I am one who, and then you ask, um, what gifts do you have for me? And then you journal from that. Um, what do you require of me? You journal from that. And then the fourth question is, do you have any other wisdom or guidance for me today and um, it's it's pretty magical to then go back and read I mean it's all inner wisdom yeah. we all have it yeah. but being able to access it yeah is... that's what I love I mean I do a lot of work in my coaching mm-hmm. with working with clients to access that that place of intuition and that yeah. place of inner knowing and I think that I'm just so excited about working with you to start this deck because I know that this is another tool in the toolbox of accessing that inner wisdom and that inner guidance. And for those people that are more visual, that's going to be a tremendous gift. Yes. It's, it's a wonderful way to, to stop the, the monkey mind Mm -hmm. and, and switch over and just be able to, uh, you know, take open all the doors and all the windows and have everything yeah. flow. Christina, what's one of the things that you're most excited about about our retreat? Mm-hmm. Gosh, there's so many great things mm-hmm. we're going to be doing. It's hard to pick just one, but um, I really love our morning sessions and. Um, that's like a favorite for me to lead and um, just really taking a few minutes to just read something and just see what comes up. Mm -hmm. Like what you're saying, connecting with the inner knowing. Um, Meditation and and breath has become a big part of my life and my healing and my connection to my inner knowing. So taking 
what I've learned and being able to share that and sit together and and pause and listen and journal and then just share as a group coming together is um, one of my favorite times um, on the retreat I love that and then I love going out to eat because the food's really good (laughs) (laughs) I love the food it's so much fun (laughs) so yeah I love it all I love the deep dive and then I also love walking on the soft sand it's Mm. like you get both you get to be in the flow of life in that way and I mean, we're going to be offering daily optional yoga that I'm going to be teaching. There's some workshops that I'll be teaching too, but yes, there are going to be workshops and correct me if I'm wrong, but everything's optional, right? Yes. So yes. it's like, yes, come be a part of this and make sure that you're honoring you on this retreat exactly. and taking the time for yourself that you'll be yes. encouraged to do what's most important for you on retreat. So there's going to be ample time each afternoon for massage, your one-on-one coaching with me because everyone's going to get at least a half an hour of one-on-one coaching with me as a part of their package and or take that time to take a nap or go yes. lay on the beach. So it, it, it's really a choose your own adventure to some like we're providing the structure and the curated space exactly. and then do what you need to do to fill up your soul. Yeah. Exactly. And we will have the whole facility for our retreat group. For us. Which is amazing. And it's tiny and it's small and Tulum is walkable. It's like three miles of little place after little place where you can just say, I'm going to grab my beach bag and a book and I'm going to walk down and find out which hotel bed I want to plop on for the (laughs) afternoon and just hang out. And, um, that's really, really fun. Really That's fun. neat. So. All right. So, Christina, what are the details? How do people, what do people need details? to know? So, we have easy peasy website. You can just yeah. go right on, and it's retreatsforsoulfulliving.com. And there's a couple of retreats on there, but there's a link that can drop you right down to the Tulum retreat mm-hmm. that we're talking about right now, and you can actually read all the details yeah. it's all listed out everything there and we've had a couple ladies already sign up oh my we gosh yeah sign up this mm-hmm. week and so we have space for 12 more ladies yeah and maybe us. even a few more right I mean yes. so can you talk about there's a deal right yes. if you bring a friend there's a deal so when you go on the website and you're looking at everything there's like if you want a private cabana if that's kind of what you're feeling we've got a couple of those left And if you want to share a cabana with someone else, they're big. You have your own bed. You're all, you know, you've got more than enough room. And then also, if you decide you want to bring a friend. Like if I wanted my platonic life partner to come. Exactly. And you guys are going to share the big king bed. You both get $400 off a piece, which is a really great deal. Yeah. Yeah. Covers everything. It covers all that we're going to do there. All your breakfasts, a few lunches, a few dinners. And we've left space specifically in there to not have all our meals together Mm -hmm. that way if you're just having a night and you want to walk down the street and eat here or you've made a new best friend and you're like hey let's order guacamole and sit by the pool that there's space for that we wanted to be really intentional with that but everything is online and all you have to do is put down your deposit and we will even help you with a payment plan so you can split your balance into two payments and it's not the final balance isn't due till january 1 
So the sooner you sign up, the sooner you have to space out your payments. Yeah. Um, and I do have to say, if you look on the website, you'll see pictures of the people that run this place. Mm. They are so amazing, and they're the same people that have been there for the last couple of years, and there's like six people, and they're such a sweet, it's a small family-run place, and um, yeah, as we grow with this retreat, we're really hoping to get more community involvement, and you never know, something could evolve. I'm always like waiting to see what the universe gives us, and um, yeah, because we have dreams of doing like a part two, right? Yes, yes, (laughs) we've got big dreams, but um Tulum's amazing. It's wonderful. We're going to do a lot of ceremonies. Look at the pictures. Email us. Questions. If you want to have a discovery call and find out more. And um, we are happy to share and talk with you. And if you know any of us, reach out to any of us anytime. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. And there's a donkey. You'll see him (laughs) on the website. I cannot not tell you about Sancho. He lives next door. And he's the beach donkey. And he is so cute and he walks up and down the beach and visits everyone and um yeah it's you have to come just yeah for that. you do I mean, <laughs> and i mean what i love about this is these aren't just some stock fo- photographs no. up on the website they are actual photographs of past retreats you've led in yes turn yeah. i took Tulum. every single one of these photos yeah. and all the women you see were there and there's some testimonials and um yeah it it is such a beautiful beautiful place and um think we'd all love to mm. share it with yes. all of you yeah absolutely any last things that folks need to know about i don't know we'll be sending out some emails we'll do a few like q and a's in town through the end of the year but i, mean, I don't know i think my my closing thoughts here are if you're even thinking about it If you have any questions about it, don't hesitate to ask because it is cliche cliche to say, but going on retreat will change your life. And even if that changing your life helps you trust yourself more, Mm -hmm. it's a pretty big change. And, And that's part of the power of being on retreat. Totally. Yeah. And if you're thinking about it and you want to grab your calendar for 2020 and write it on there, March 2nd through 8th, see how it feels to put it down. How does it feel to you to say you're going to Tulum? Yeah, block it off. See what happens. Play with those dates. Journal about it. Ask your inner being if that's where you're supposed to be. See what comes up. And Christina's a pretty powerful manifester. So if you (laughs) want to go and you know that you've got that space, when you schedule your discovery call with her to see if this retreat is right for you, ask her what she would suggest on how to make this happen. Um, But Christina and Rebecca, thank you so much Mm. for being on the podcast this evening. Thank you. Thank you, Alicia. Can't wait to be in Tulum with you Yes, I'm so looking forward to this. See y'all soon. Rebecca, Christina, and I would like to thank you for listening to today's episode. You can learn more about our seven soulful days in Tulum by visiting retreatsforsoulfulliving.com. If you love the yoke and abundance, 
Wise Women Podcast. You can help keep us around by heading over to iTunes, writing us a review, and filling in some stars. It just takes a few minutes to help us significantly. A huge thank you to our sponsor, Triad Local First, and my wonderful editor and producer, Ira Sterling at Julia Sound Recordings. Truly without him, this podcast wouldn't happen. Remember, every one of us has wisdom within. Keep sharing your words of wisdom because you never know who you'll inspire.